Welcome to another episode of CX Talks. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of CX Talks. I am Tom Carpenter and I am joined again by Lawrence Alfred, one of our CX specialists here at Clarisys. Hello Lawrence. Hello, hello, hello. So customer loyalty. Lawrence, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, in this day and age, if you're not thinking about customer loyalty, you're probably a bit behind the times. Everyone's aware that a loyal customer ultimately will mean more sustained revenue and income for your company and also reduction in sales costs. Someone's going to keep coming back, keep buying your products, kind of guaranteed income. So that's great. But how would how do you go about th- keeping a customer loyal, do you think? Especially in this modern age where uh, the, the young'uns amongst us are a little bit more fickle when it comes to brand loyalty than, than potentially they've been in the past. Um, well, there's the very traditional roots of having unbelievable products. You know, if if you've got an unbelievable product set, I don't know, like a Google, Google Maps, something which is, you know, industry leading, people are going to use, come back to you because of your products. Um, people also come back to you if um, they have a particular affinity to your organization generally. Um, and that's that's where the CX comes in, really. Um, anything else, really? I mean, what, what, what kind of companies do you feel loyal to? Well, I'm currently wearing a Tommy Hilfiger jumper and Ted Baker shoes, and that's most of my outfits. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Other but brands are available. <laughs> I would say the obvious one is obviously like affinity to a brand. Like you build a relationship with a brand because you align to its values or um, you have some personal connection with it for, for some reason. When we've talked before about customer experience, we've always said brand is a really key part. And given we've just gone through a rebrand, it just sticks particularly in my mind at the moment. So Clarisys ourselves, we're a very friendly, customer-focused organization. We really care about our clients and, and we really want to make their jobs and ultimately their lives easier and better that's our brand and that cuts through everything we do so that's part of the reason why we've gone through this rebrand so people can find an affinity with the brand like they can make a personal connection with our brand so i think that's very much true for things like clothing for example where the brand is very key part because it's a visual identity so something like clothing whereas i think other things like let's say insurance products you're probably going to worry less about the visual identity of the organization and more about kind of touch points you might have with it. So you want effortless interactions and when stuff goes wrong, you want it to be fixed. But there's still an element of brand about that, like how they respond to you. The brand would come across in a bit of a different way, I think. So brand, for me, really, really important when it comes to loyalty. Do you feel, do you feel organizations across the board are really focusing on loyalty? So... It costs more, cost per acquisition is high when you get new business in. People want new business, but uh, in some of the clients that I've worked with, the real focus has been around, let's optimize the retention flow, the renewals journey. Let's look at that specifically. That seems to me is, is the most important stage of the journey for a lot of clients. Is that something which you, uh, you've come across as well? Yeah, because I guess when we say loyalty, what we ultimately mean is buying the same thing or buying things from you repeatedly so you, yeah with your example there where you have a renewal like you buy something in a yearly or a monthly cycle then yeah that's the crucial point where you're going to test whether they're loyal or not or you you reap the benefits of somebody being loyal um and i think that that's actually a really interesting one because it also is it that they're loyal or is it that something annoys them and then they leave in those scenarios so it's almost like avoiding disloyalty so for example with subscription product if you put up the price of a subscription 
then I feel personally attacked by that. Like, why are you putting my price up? That's not fair. And then you might leave. So actually, if you do very little, like if everything stayed the same, status quo, you could regard that I'm loyal, but I, I'm not. I'm just not being disloyal. I suppose that comes back to a lot of things about CX. It's a misconception that it's about wooing and making everything incredible, but really people just want the least bad option <laughs> a lot of the time. I think a lot of times, yeah. I, I mean, obviously there are scenarios where you're looking for that amazing thing, but yeah, I think low effort and don't annoy me and make my life nice and easy would breed what we're calling loyalty in this case. But actually it's just, yeah, as I said, it's just the avoidance of disloyalty. So how do you feel um, with some of the organizations that you've worked with? What's worked well in getting organizations, B2B or B2C, get more loyal customers? What do they focus on and what's worked well? And how has it been successful? Well, so B2B commonly, you're probably gonna have more of a human interaction than B2C. So with B2B, I guess it's the loyalty ultimately still does come down to that personal touch. Now, it doesn't have to be about wowing or amazing. Ultimately, building a bit of trust between the two organizations. Let's say you're a building company and you're, you have a supplier who supplies you with concrete and cement. Like You get a quality product, it's delivered on time, you know you can always call up and talk to someone if something goes wrong. Like You have all of that there, you feel secure, you feel warm, then you'll keep buying the concrete from them. This way it gets interesting because, again, I put up the price. Pff, I'm not going to be loyal, am I? Like Ultimately, cost is, is a factor, so I'll go elsewhere. So there's also that sort of sensitivity that you're fully aware of how critical cost ultimately becomes to people's decision making. Right. Loyalty is not just about customer experience, it has to be about commercial benefit as well. So trying to separate those two things. And, and uh, what I think is really interesting is you s we see very few organizations who are measuring loyalty properly. So can you say that you have more loyal customers this year to last year? How would you know that? You'd know it through things like average uh, spend per customer, number of repeat purchases uh, in a subscription scenario, as you were saying, like average length of subscription, ten maybe? Year. Yeah. Tenure, exactly. And many organizations do probably measure tenure, but the other KPIs be less so. So a lot of organizations probably don't know how loyal their customers are. And it's probably companies like utilities companies and like TV telecoms. They're probably quite likely to measure these things as well because ultimately it's just the same customers going around in a circle. Uh, I just change my internet between BT, Sky and Virgin on a yearly ba basis. I think it also would, would depend on, on the type of brand and how, and how active they are in measuring loyalty. So, for example, if you offer a luxury product, so if you're I tell unbelievable holiday experiences, you, you would tend, I would suggest, to look a little bit more about loyalty and customers and spending a lot of time trying to build some customer affinity rather than a comparison site where um, it's a little bit more fast moving, people move around like yourself, you move to different providers as such. So I think by the nature of the, of the organization would, would differ in terms of how actively they are looking at whether they have loyal customers or not. Do you agree with that or not? Yeah, and I think actually in the last few years it's become way more prominent. Like there's lots of things where new customers get amazing deals and repeat customers don't. Whereas that is changing in most subscription markets, then many existing customers can get similar deals to new now. So things like that which also build trust. Like why does this new why do you care about this new customer way more than me? It's not gonna make you loyal. You're gonna be annoyed at your company that they don't care about you as an existing customer. So yeah, I think it's much more prominent than it probably would have been before. I mean, again, it depends on the industries because some that do it really well 
hospitality industry, so hotels and mm. experience providers. Yeah, exactly, because that's their whole product. Like their product is you having a great experience. So you want to go to a nice hotel and be looked after. You spend a lot of money on it, um, but that makes you come back. So I think a lot of other sectors could learn a lot from the hospitality sector who time after time are winning best customer experience. It's always hotel chains that win that because that's their product. But I think there's something to be said though about just having an unbelievable product set. And so one of the clients that we're currently working with is an information provider within the media industry and are really trying to focus on how they can tailor products to different customers. There is the customer experience element in mind, but it's more about um, let's try and tailor what is a very good product with exceptional editorial. And the reason that we have loyalty is because our editorial, our content is so amazing. Like customers just still want to use it and consume it. And it's not so much that we've been able to resolve their issues first time. It's not so much that we've been able to, you know, with big data or chatbot, we can predict what their next question will be. It's not really that. It's around, we know that our content is so good. So if we make our business and what we produce needing to be consumed by the customers, then yeah, that will foster loyalty and potentially focus a little bit less on CX, really. There's a lot to be said about that as well. Yeah, and it's probably less so now, but... Uh, back just after the recession when people were cost-cutting, they were really taking quality out of their products in some cases. So let's say in your media information services scenario, they're skimping on the editorial. They can't pay their writers as much. They're spending less time on the editing, poorer selection. And then, yeah, they see customers leaving. And you could say, oh, why is my loyalty changing? But it's not like your, your product's worse so yeah that's a really good point is actually trying to how do you measure the levers like which things do you change and then any of those things might have an off-on repercussion to people leaving or being loyal or being disloyal it's trying to work out what's changed and why they're being loyal more loyal or disloyal yeah well how do you, so how would you measure loyalty let's say yeah well we've said the kpis haven't we but i guess what you're actually trying to do is connect those kpis with business decisions and changes. So we changed this, what was the impact of the KPI? And I, I would say that it's actually a lot easier to do than people might think, which is isolating samples. So you make a change, it affects everyone. You've got thousands and thousands of customers and all kinds of moving parts. To be honest, you have very little idea if it's made an impact or not. Whereas if you change one thing for a small subset of customers and you measure that against your your sterilized samples, so one where you haven't changed it, then you can see whether it makes a difference or not. Have A, B, test it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think there are some things which you'd want to do that for, but some things are just no-brainers, so you just you probably would just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to go through the effort of a gradual rollout. But yeah, for the more risky things, you want to see what difference it makes. Yeah, you could sample. I mean, in our example there, I'm not sure how you could uh, test a lower quality publication versus mm. higher quality one. I think there's also something to be said about keeping it simple and maybe just, you know, l- speaking to your customers and literally asking, are you loyal to us or what would make you feel more loyal to us or trust us more? Getting that voice of the imp- of the customer and having a way of receiving that on a regular basis and reviewing those insights and it will be qualitative data and it will require manpower to actually read through and consume the reasons about why you know, they might not be thinking of moving. Internally within Clarisys, uh, one of the survey questions is around what's going to make you want to work Clarisys? Really big pay rise, isn't it? Yeah, huge, yeah, massive pay rise. My own uh, corner office, so, you know, kind of, you've seen suits, right? So something like that. <laughs> That's digging into what is going to make you be loyal to Clarisys. So again, organizations can 
go route one and ask their customers what, what's going to make you be loyal to us and actually get that information firsthand. Yeah, that's true. And I guess what's interesting as well is different scenarios, there might be different reasons. So it's going to give you like a great backlog of things that you can yeah. you can try and change. And you know it's right because customer's right. Customer's always right, yeah. Exactly. Unless they're arguing with me, in which case they're wrong. Yeah, unless it's uh, not good for the business and then it's bad. <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, hopefully, uh, some interesting insights there for you to take away and come join us next time for another episode of uh, CX Talks. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, listeners, for listening, and we look forward to welcoming you on another episode of CX Talks.